Good afternoon and welcome back to Married to India. My name is Amy Rigetti and today we're going to be talking about our building a home. I don't know if you've been following, but if you haven't, I am married to India. My husband is born and raised, educated as well in India as I am born and raised here in the United States. My um, father is first generation German and my mother is German and American Indian, born and raised in the United States. Today I just wanted to cover building a home for us. A lot of people, when they come to the U.S. or they think about the U.S., one of the big things I've said in this podcast is people talk about this American dream. And part of that is building a home, um, whether it's buying or building a home, should we say. But what I want to talk about today is specifically building a home. Srinu and I, prior to living in the home we live in now, actually owned two homes before that. One was a home that I spoke about before 242. And that was a home that my father-in-law like really wanted us out of an apartment into a home because he really saw the financial reasons of why we wouldn't stay in that apartment. And for a young couple who, you know, had this fear of whether or not we were going to be able to afford a home and just home ownership in general is scary to new people because that's a huge commitment. And so after we had that home, we lived in there for just about under three years. And then we moved literally walking distance away to 585, in which we lived in that home for almost 16 years. And the whole time that we lived in that home, all I kept saying was that I wanted to move. And there were many reasons why I wanted to move. But the primary reason that I wanted to move was I just had a really hard time adjusting to my direct neighbors, meaning left and to the right. And those were the ones that had the biggest influence on our home life. Um, We just struggled a lot. And I cannot say indefinitely why it was that we were so tortured in our lives with our neighbors, but it was almost as if I stepped into an all-girls movie and these women were just catty and they were, it, it really felt like I was being ganged up on in my own home because of whatever reasons that they had. Partly my dad used to say that it was because we moved from one neighborhood to another neighborhood and that that neighborhood was a little bit more they called it uppity. I wouldn't call it uppity. I've been in a lot of neighborhoods and that definitely was not one, but it was definitely a step up from where we were. And the fact that I was cutting my grass, maintaining my home and Srinu didn't do any of that while other men in the community were doing that and their women were not, my father believed that those women could be getting a little bit of slack from, you know, their husbands, hey, Amy's doing this. And it just created a paradigm for me that was unhealthy. And it carried on because I was not able to establish relationships. I had my own idea that part of it was we were just different. We were not your typical race on race married. Um, and that for a lot of people being different was uncomfortable. My in-laws stayed with us a lot. My father-in-law came when he was not in India uh, when the school season was over. So he used to come during summers. My mother-in-law was with me like six months out of the year. And for a lot of people not being used to traditional Indian attire, not seeing that in their regular lives, it being different, different made them uncomfortable. And I really feel like a mix of that just created this really horrible atmosphere in which I felt like I couldn't enjoy my home. If I had to live in my home and never leave my home, I could I could do that. But it just started growing worse and worse and worse with our neighbors. You know, we had one neighbor that we had issues with because he just put his fence on our property and just didn't care. And when you had that conversation with him, his attitude was, 
oh, well. And then, you know, the other neighbor, not only did they have their own issues, one was an alcoholic and he would just derogatory slam whatever we were doing in our backyard from like mowing to the playset to the fire pit, whatever it was, he was just relentlessly going at it on his deck. And I was like, I can't live like this forever. And as the years passed and my in-laws stayed with us and my mother-in-law um, and father-in-law were getting older, we also became very aware that our house was not going to work. Not having a full bath on the first floor, not having a full bedroom on the first floor for them to be able to retreat to, it just didn't seem like it made a whole lot of sense long-term. It was not our forever home. So after much of convincing uh, to Srinu, I was able to get him to invest in a piece of property in which we decided to build our home. We were able to find a nice secluded five-acre lot in um, this very homey town of Warrington that we have come to know as, you know, our chosen family for the last 20 plus years. And fortunately enough, it was right where we wanted it. The, the biggest challenge of me finding property was, you know, I don't know how many people are aware of certain things in the Indian culture, but there are things that are primary before you build a home. And one of them is the direction of our home. And so after so many lots and so much searching, we finally stumbled upon our lot, which is northeast facing. And we started working with a builder. As I started working with the builder, there were just certain things that were the most important. And what we learned is that we started with the most important stuff and then we worked our way through like our wants versus our needs. The reason for me building this home initially was really my in-laws. I wanted my mother and father-in-law when they came to be able to enjoy life here in the U.S. as they've never experienced their lives before. My father-in-law is a very spiritual man, um, very religious in his Hindu faith. And what I noticed is not only did he enjoy doing his pujas, but he enjoyed the somberness of just the outdoors. And I wanted him to be able to go on his walks in the morning and just be one with nature. I wanted him to be able to sit outside when he was, you know, doing his prayers, be facing towards a window that he could feel that light shining on and in on him. And, you know, the sad part about the whole thing is that we unfortunately built this home in 2020 and, um, my father-in-law passed away in 2021. That I will cover in another podcast. But unfortunately, my father-in-law, while he was aware of the property and the, the home being built, he never actually stepped foot in the house because he perished before it was finished. So that was the main reason for us building this house. And we had extended a little portion of it to have a guest suite with a full bath that was handicap accessible. Lord forbid anything happened with my in-laws or my parents or anybody, we would be able to care for them in our home. In addition, we do have a special needs niece who cannot walk, talk, or feed herself. And I wanted to know that when my brother-in-law and sister-in-law came here to spend time with us, that one of the things that would stop them from staying was the fact that we didn't have a place for her to have a bath. And so that was another one of our main priorities, um, absolute needs 
above anything else. So that's where we started um, with the design of our house. And then we went kind of out as far as like what we would see was important as a couple. And part of that was, you know, our son's bedroom, our youngest son's bedroom being right across from ours, you know, all of our main level living. And then because we do have adult college going kids, we wanted to make sure that we had an area for them that even though they have college friends coming home from school during the summers, that they were not waking up our our youngest. And so thus this house kind of just sprang upon us and something that I was really dreaming of for 16 years when it finally started coming to life, the scariest thing is having COVID hit and, you know, our lives just being turned upside down. We weren't even sure if we were going to be able to finish the build of this house because finances just started getting extremely tight. So while we were building this home, while it was an experience and we spent every day coming out here and micromanaging this project, um, it turned even more into a home for us because we had sold our existing house. And I always tell people that till today, I've never owned a home. And for people to just think that any building with four walls as a home is very misleading because if you cannot find peace in where you're living and if you cannot find a sense of protection in where you're living, then that is not a home. And I found that a lot of people will say, Home is where the heart is. Home is where your family is. That's all on a very personal level. Um, and that is up to you what you consider home to be. But for me, we are so busy with our weekends. And our weekends are very much consumed with hundreds of people. So when we come home to our family, we want to be able to have a place where we can just kind of have a reprieve, debrief together about our experiences, and kind of enjoy that peace and quiet and solace that comes with this being your home, somewhere where you feel there's no worries and protected and safe. And that's what this home has brought to us. Um, we sit out and we feel everything that we've done to this house has been representative of who we are, what we are, and how our family necessarily lives um, as a unit. So if any one of you are out there considering building a home and you're on the fence because of budget or you're concerned about, um, is this a home that you're going to live in forever? And what if your needs change? I had one family that I photographed the daughter's wedding and the mom has kept in touch with me. Very, very sweet lady. And she has been wanting to build her own kind of very, if you will, modest house where she can accomplish the th same things. She can eat organically from her property. She can be one with nature and enjoy whatever pujas or yoga or whatever she's doing and be able to find that peace without the hustle and bustle of the city and the noise and the traffic. And sometimes when I hear her talk and she's so on the fence, I'm like, you are wasting valuable time. You need to just do it. You need to jump into it and you just need to do it. If you've been thinking about this for longer than a year, it's not going away. It's time to just act on it and take that leap of faith because time is something that we don't have a lot of. And so there's no reason you shouldn't live your dreams now because they're not going to live for you later. And one thing that I think as a culturally diverse couple, Srinu used to have this mentality that every single penny we would earn, every single 
thing that we did should be for our kids. And, you know, there's a very different mentality when it comes to like the Indian culture versus the American culture and the two societies. Because in my world, my parents always made us feel that if you want it, you're going to work for it. And I'm not saying that, uh, My husband didn't have a sense of that, but my father-in-law raised the boys to know that they were, you know, going to go to college, that these weren't options the kids were given. Like, you go to school, you get the best marks. The society there itself demands it. And then you're going to college and you go to college and you've got like, your options are lawyer, doctor, engineer. I don't even think my husband and his brother had the option of like, lawyer, engineer, or lawyer, or doctor. It was, you're going to be an engineer. Like, that's what their dad was. Their dad was very smart in the sense of they knew, the, he knew what was super important. I remember even forever long ago, he used to preach to our kids like AI, AI, AI. Um, it's very important that you get into that because that's where the future is headed. And like, look at us now, like that's exactly where it's going. But I think that, you know, my mentality of if our kids grow up and they want to go to college, then they're going to have to work for that. Um, I never thought before I met my husband that we would pay for their education. I always thought our kids, if they wanted to go to college, would have to earn that. They'd have to get the grades or they'd have to, you know, pay the bill. Um, And that was not Srinu's mentality. Srinu's mentality was, you know, if my kids get the marks and they want to go to school, then I want to have a means for them to go to school. And Srinu couldn't imagine having kids who didn't go to college. So that was a very new mindset to me was my kids had to go to college and that we were going to pay for it. So this whole home experience for us just took on new meaning as our kids were getting older because I didn't want to lose touch with my adult children, but I wanted them to know that they still had a home, even though this wasn't the home that they spent their childhood in. So Guys, if you're out there considering building a home or this is something that you really wanted to do because you had something in your mind or there were just certain things that weren't being met, I would say do it. Do it now because, you know, if you wait till the later, it's not going to have the same feeling as in the now. Like, I feel like you just start compromising on everything you want the longer and later you take to do it because the market increases, things get more expensive, and then what you could have done now, you won't be able to do later. So building a home as a family, I have to say, if I knew what I knew now, all these years ago, I would have done it because I would have loved for my kids to have grown up in this house um, rather than where we lived before. But hindsight 2020, I would have never known everything that I learned about building a home Um, at that time I was so consumed and busy with all of my kids. And I don't even think at that time we even thought it was attainable because a lot of people are like, oh, it's so hard to buy property. You know, you need way more down. And this is as a small family, you know, starting out super unattainable, um, to have that much money down on a, not only a, a builder's deposit, but also on a property deposit. So Guys, if you're thinking about it, go out there and get it done. We we can't praise it enough that it was kind of, while it was the most um, toughest thing that we've probably ever done, building a home, um, it is one of the most rewarding things that we've ever done. 
Guys, I'm bringing it all to light because I am married to India. If this podcast is helping you in any way and you guys are enjoying what I'm talking about, I'm going to encourage you to subscribe, like, share, and follow me everywhere.